A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I'm a, I must boast, not that is, it, that is it profitable, but I will go on to vision and revelation of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, God knows, was caught up in the third heaven. And I know this man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, God knows was caught up into paradise and heard inedible things which no one may utter. About this man I will boast, but about myself I will not boast, except that my weakness, although I should wish to boast, I would not be foolish, for I would be telling the truth. But I refrain so that no one may think more of me than what he sees in me or hears from me. Because of the abundance of the revelation, therefore, I might not become so elated. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, an angel of Satan, to beat me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it might leave me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. I will rather boast most gladly of my weakness, in order that the power of Christ may dwell with me. Therefore, I am content with weakness insults, hardships, persecution, and constraints for the sake of Christ. But when I am weak, then I am strong. The word of the Lord.
Jesus said to his disciples, no one can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you are to eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are they not, are not you more important than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today in his throne into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O you of little faith? So do not worry and say, what are we to eat? Or what are we to drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. Verbum Domini Our Lord shows us what is true strength. And he does this in every aspect of his life. From the very incarnation, certainly most beautifully in his passionate mystery but also in his ascension. That if we are to boast, as St. Francis of Assisi points out so many times, especially in the admonitions, but also in his writings to the friars, we are to boast in our weaknesses, in those places where grace is most possible, grace is allowed to enter, 
when we don't stand up grabbing for our own strength, our own, you know, beautiful clothedness, you know, clothing ourselves, uh, adorning ourselves. And that's not to say we shouldn't seek in every way to be clothed in good works and in love, but that that itself is a grace, a work of God. And so every good that our Lord does in us, and I'm, there was a time that's actually been very influential uh, for me. There was a time when everything was going wrong in this pilgrimage, and my brother said to me, uh, in kind of in a way of speaking, because it's not a theological truth, but he says, sometimes the Lord gives you something, but he makes you pay for it. <laughs> you know, so that, you know, every often, St. Francis would say, my, my secret is mine, my secret is mine. And he'd say often people go, are quick when they receive some grace or some word from the Lord and go and to t tell others so that they may receive praise thereby. But th they have been, um, they have lost their reward. So our Lord says that at other times. But the fact that for us who are, are really, when we come down to it, we are so weak in mind and body that often when the Lord does some good in us, whether in word or deed or simply in a, a special grace, often it seems like immediately <laughs> we either uh, become very proud or our Lord gives us some, some cross. And you think also some examples of that would be, you know, we know of John Vianney, who would have his little uh, fights with the evil one before some big fish would come in, you know, so that's a preemptive, uh, preemptive, where our, our, the devil bites his own tail on that. But what our Lord is often saying to us and always doing is showing us that the way of absolute trust, absolute abandonment, which again does not mean uh, quietism, that we don't do anything at all, but we do everything without fretting, without worrying, but on the positive side with, with great confidence because we know God will take care. Again, not always in the way we imagine. We look at the world and we see not so much the flowers as uh, the burning, <laughs> but yet God is working powerfully. When our Lord comes into the city, the children 
are praising him, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And those who are rich and powerful desire to squash this song of praise. How could they know they're not, you know, these are little poor ones. They're not part of the ruling class, the intelligentsia. And yet our Lord, who is so pleased with the praise and prayers of the little ones, who counts himself among them, who makes himself a little one, says even should they stop, the, the stones themselves will cry out in praise. This is true at every moment, that all creation groaning in pain as it awaits the redemption of the Holy Ones, the redemption of the body, cries out in praise to God. This is the grace, the gift of God who is present in weakness, whom ourselves looking upon him in the most blessed sacrament in the Holy Eucharist are to find that same way of weakness and praise that the Holy Eucharist is not something we do for ourselves, but the power and working of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit in that perfect offering of praise to the Father in thanksgiving for a beauty in a, um, of soul, a beauty Of, of his care for us, his paternal love for us, which to us is so odd because we see, as in St. Paul in yesterday's reading and today, uh, this great contradiction almost. But this is the contradiction we find in Christ, which is filled with grace, which is filled with love, which is the very cr cross that we are to boast in our weaknesses and in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We offer our 